This episode is sponsored by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you're located in the U.S. and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. Contact Johnny Weaver at icychiller at att.net. That's icychiller, I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. Tonight on the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. So many ways to wipe. Easter eggs, because we're not dead. Isolated and winning. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. And welcome, guys, to another episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. We're catching you in the morning, in the evening, and sometimes in the afternoon. Welcome. Sometimes in the middle of the night. That's the way I like That's it. Right. Yeah. Well, right now, we may be catching you at home, because if you're living, um, you know, in the U.S. or in Italy or any of those countries affected by this coronavirus, you're now sitting at home, hanging mm. out, social distancing doesn't stop us gamers though does it boys no we sure can do social all we want yeah it's like what they're telling us to stay home and play games cool so <laughs> sadly enough i mean not sadly i shouldn't say that is the reality is a lot of us are still working though you know that's true like, yeah oh yeah like, it, it, there's this whole like if you look if you're looking at media right now, you really have this mindset that everybody's staying at home right now. Yeah, I don't think right. here, in the, here in the U.S., I don't think it's to that point. That's, no. yeah, it's in not other, really In other countries, right it kind of sort of is in the hit It depends areas, on what area you're living in. Yeah, right. I think or certain what, areas here are shut down. Right, or what you're doing, because if your restaurant's closed down, then servers aren't going to be working. Like in mm-hmm. New York City, mm-hmm. I'm suspecting it's like probably Everyone. pretty pretty dead. Pla- yeah. Place mm-hmm. like us, we're Oklahoma, so we're kind of in the center of the U.S., and we're we got a lot of rural areas around us, so mm-hmm. and it might be a little right. bit different for us, um, even if it does get bad. But uh, well, like Clinton's a nurse, so obviously his job doesn't stop. And I'm yeah, I don't, at a food don't bank quit. type thing. It's food warehouse, so we're helping. And then Ryan, you know, he's self-employed, and that never stops. Ever. Right. Actually, oh, it's right. actually it's actually at a unique my my the portion of my business that actually makes any money is at a screeching halt. Mm. Because it's it's uh, you know person to person business to business advertising sales, yeah. and uh, that doesn't work out the best, especially because about seventy percent of my clientele are over sixty, so that's a no go right that's now. That's a no go. Yeah, yeah, they're not wanting to talk mm-hmm. to you. So Ryan mm-hmm. Ryan is uh, getting the creative juices going and trying to figure out yep. other ways to make a buck, yep. and that's what that's what Americans do, man. We make it. That's right. So, but for those of you who are hit, if you if it's getting crazy where you're at and economic times is hitting you hard just know uh, we're thinking about you and we'll all get through this we will come through the other side um better and then one day we'll talk about either how this was uh not much or you know still either way it's going to be a crazy thing in history yeah it's i huge. was thinking that either way uh, huge i was thinking eventually they're probably going to make a motion picture out of it yeah for sure oh yeah yeah yep mm-hmm the Except, Wuhan Dynasty debacle. Yeah, yep. I'm just waiting for a zombie to show up. You know, that's like the next step. That's what. I, it's exactly um, right. You were saying today. You were saying, well, you know, we might fall into an American apocalypse. And I said, 
and in all reality, I'm that guy that's okay with an American apocalypse. I'm the guy, you know, I got the guns. I, I'm country guy. Hunter's kind of the same way, probably. But it has to come with zombies. I don't want an American apocalypse right. and right. no zombies. That's like a right. gamer's hell. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. so Ross says that Missouri's pretty much shut down, uh, but luckily construction industry is doing all right. Well, I was running, wondering on the way home, Ross, if there's a lot less people out that might be the best time to do some construction or road work or those different mm -hmm. types Just of true. things because people aren't getting in the you way. I thought about that. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I thought maybe that this could be a prime time for people when people need to get stuff done. There's no distractions, but who knows? Yeah. But this is about gaming. And so uh, a lot of the news tonight that I'm bringing is going to have some coronavirus related uh, news mixed in with it because you just oh, can't yeah. help it. It's affecting everything right now. Um, yeah. But there's good news and there's bad news. Mm -hmm. But yes. primarily good news in, in tonight's uh, segment. Um, I like then, that. And then Ryan's going to bring us some hilarious gadgets and gifts um, oh, for yeah. those of you who it's want to stay epic. clean through the, uh, the virus epi uh, epidemic or pandemic, I should say. And Hunter, mm -hmm. what are you bringing us? Because, uh, you know, it's kind of been touch and go all day with you. Yeah, I really didn't know, you know, what I was doing today, but maybe I should just keep it a surprise since you're at me. Okay, okay. I don't know. I don't care. And uh, he must have not listened again to uh, like always my exactly intro what I was just because I completely mm -hmm. gave it away in the intro. So yeah, he's doing mm -hmm. a quiz. There you go. Boom. So you guys listening? Very specific there, big boy. Yeah. Well, you know, you do what you can. But mm -hmm. hey. Let's do this. Let's go into the news and see what's, uh, let's break open that can and see what it stinks. Leaks for Geeks. All right, guys, it's time for the Leaks for the Geeks. News for the dudes. You know what I'm saying? So let's just get right into it. Coronavirus. It's everywhere. It's spread all over. But it's had a positive impact on certain gaming companies. One of those companies mm -hmm. being Steam. So uh, since everybody has quarantined and people are staying home and this kind of thing, um, it looks like uh, Steam's numbers have went up. Says here that uh, from Forbes, uh, this article's from Forbes. They say that Steam is one platform that is very transparent about its total players and concurrent players, making it easy to track. Steam uh, Steam Break is uh, Stream breaks its concurrent player record in uh, recent days by quite a margin. They say mm. um, they registered nineteen million seven hundred twenty-eight thousand twenty-seven concurrent players which beats its old record set in February 2020 by nearly 1 million mm. players. And it seems likely uh, that the service will hit 20 million for the first time ever very soon. Um, the increase uh, is uh, specific to games like CSGO, which recently just broke 1 million concurrent players by itself um, nice. for the first time since its release in 2012. And also looking at Steam charts, you can see other upward swings from other games in recent days. From Rainbow Six Siege to Dota 2. Um, for now, okay. players are turning to their old favorites like CSGO or Dota for comfort and getting through their massive backlogs now that they suddenly well, that have shows, more free time on their hands. What that shows is these guys, they're not necessarily buying new games. They're just playing. It's guys that don't usually get to play that much. 
Yeah, they're going back to probably the dads, are, right? Dads mm-hmm. that, yep. that are stuck at home. Getting a little more free time. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Um, on the Hollywood Reporter, they reported uh, that uh, according to Verizon US, video game usage during peak hours has gone up 75% since the quarantine Jeez. first went into mm-hmm. effect last week. Uh, meanwhile, video game streaming has also increased by 12%. Overall, web traffic is up nearly 20%, but social media social media uh, usage was flat. According to a new report from Steam Elements and Arsenal.gg, uh, which monitor usage of live streaming in uh, the live streaming industry, global viewership has increased over the past week on multiple platforms. They say that Twitch viewership increased 10% and YouTube gaming went up 15%. Mm. Both of which reflect the popularity popularity of live streaming medium. Now that people are consuming higher volumes of entertainment from home, says Stream Element CEO Doran Near. So uh, there's some ways the virus is affecting, uh, mm-hmm. you know, specific gaming platforms. Now we know that um, recently. Of course, E3 got canceled, and it's really putting a strain on any type of conferences and a lot of different industries. Yeah. So, even smaller um, esports and stuff like that events have been canceled. Pretty much everything like that. Uh, you're kind of held on a stick. We talked about last time. I mean, yeah. you're, if if you were to continue doing your event, you're going to be looked at it as a someone who doesn't care, you know, about yeah. what's going on in the world, and and so you're kind of like screwed if you do screwed if you don't kind of a thing yeah and that all kind of happened even before the italy whenever things really mm-hmm. started getting bad over in italy so now that we see what they're going through it's like oh that would have looked really bad if they're like ah, go go through with it so mm-hmm. yeah i mean it makes sense so we're going to take a break from coronavirus we'll come back to it um call of duty Warzone. we played it mm-hmm. we liked it it's been a lot of fun like super nice it's real good yeah i find myself wanting to play it a lot yeah, I'm going to um, get on and play tonight. Yes. Well, that might be possible. But uh, Call of Duty Warzone has officially racked up $15 million. Uh, The Ooh, developer nice. tweeted, uh, we crossed 15 million players. Uh, thank you, Warzone fans. Um, mm-hmm. So, and that Most happened. of those are probably listeners of this podcast. I mean, we have a lot to do with that, I think. Yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be it. So, yeah. That was uh, that was four days ago, guys. You can cut us a check, Activision. Yeah, Games Radar <laughs> does say that by comparison, Apex Legends, which is EA's free-to-play battle royale set within the Titanfall universe, attracted one million unique players the first eight hours and took seventy-two hours to hit ten million players. A little over mm-hmm. a month later, it hit fifty million. Uh, there's still some way for uh, Warzone to go. Before it can be mm-hmm. considered a real threat to Fortnite's dominance, though Epic fans' uh, fan favorite battle royale has now surpassed 250 million, so they got a ways to go to compete with Fortnite. But mm-hmm. I think this is going to pull in your dads and your uh, maybe older gamers that grew up with this yeah. franchise. Yeah, I, I think, think it's definitely going to steal from Apex in a decent way, um, and you know PUBG and H1. N1 or Z1 or whatever that's called, you know, mm-hmm. uh, those ones are definitely going to pull over, I think. Yeah. I think Call of Duty will take the take the step up on those. Right. And I don't mean to slight Fortnite, you know, we we know that Fortnite's popular with all the young kids and things like that, but uh, I do think that... And older uh, people who have time, right? Right, right, right. So, 
I mean, not to slide it, of course, it's done very successful. 250 million people is uh, very mm. impressive, but I definitely just feel like there's an older older crowd that's going to lean towards mm-hmm. the, the war zone um, mode more, if you, if you right. will. Um, yeah, I agree. But you guys are going to like this next bit, bit of news. It came out yesterday. Um, that would be 317 of 2020. Call of Duty Warzone solo mode is now available. So if you're interested Ooh. in facing off against 149 other players, then it's time to go, boys. Mm-hmm. Um, they say here that solos is an option for players who are true mercenaries and only want to carry themselves across Verdansk. I don't know how to say that name. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> um, you drop in alone, carry nothing more than a pistol with a few rounds, and you've only got one life, technically. Uh, self-revives are available in solos, and if you do get dropped, you will still go to the gulag. Right, um, you just can't be bought back. That's the big difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Self-revives will be much more valuable and threatening. Maybe a double-tap kill here and there. Um, it also says here, in a more pronounced change, recon contracts will be easier to compete complete thanks to halved station capture time. Other solo mm. benefits include not arguing with random pickup teammates when things hit the fan, as they mm. often do. I would say one of the big differences for Warzone is the fact uh, that if you work as a team, like all of the all of the battle royales are designed to work as a team, but because of being able to be bought back and things like that in Warzone, your chance if you're not super good is actually higher to do well. Like if mm-hmm. uh, the three of us when we jump into Apex. Uh, even if we work well together communicating, it's harder for us to get to the upper levels. But when yeah. we're playing something like Warzone, uh, we can get up into the top tiers a lot easier just because of being smart, staying cautious when one of us is gone or two of us are gone, not getting into action, buying them back, then working forward, that kind of a thing. It's kind of a different way of playing uh, that I think it's very welcoming to those guys like us who don't get to play five, six days a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we do get we to play do- once or twice a week. And do we think they maybe designed it that way? I mean, considering we mm-hmm. kind of feel like the the dads and things like that would gravitate towards it, maybe that's why yeah, they did definitely. it. Definitely, I crowd. see all the guys on the Facebook pages; they're all looking for squads. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Way more than I see them looking for squads on Apex. You can jump in with some randoms on Apex and do decent. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. it's not going to make you do way better by having people uh, that are really working together greatly. You're going to do around the same, maybe a little bit better with good communication, but it right. seems like in this game it really affects the gameplay. Yeah, and for those of you who ha- haven't got to, a chance to play Warzone, um, the thing about when you die is you don't have to collect any actual cards or anything, right? So, right. Um, you know, in Apex you still you can bring your players back, but you have to actually collect their their player card or whatever. Uh, and it's only there for so long, thing. right? Right, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you only have a certain amount of time to grab it. Then you got to go find the the uh, respawn box. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So in this, it's just no, they died. Now you've got enough money and go buy them in. So mm-hmm. you know, works out good. Yeah, and I, I guess I would say also the loadouts they have a pretty high impact for yeah. people who aren't like super good looters, right? And they're not mm-hmm. super quick at looting and making sure they get the best gear. The loadout is kind of something you can count on. It comes pretty often, and you can get enough money to get it pretty often. So it just makes it play different. Yeah, definitely a different style. Um, and and yeah. in a way, it kind of puts a fresh paint, a fresh coat of paint on the on the battle royale scene. Yeah, and this is what we talked about um, a while back: is that we needed something new to kind of break the monotony mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the 
Battle Royale. So it is very refreshing that they went in a little bit of a different direction. Yeah, for sure. So we're we gonna haven't go... even tried the the other mode yet on it, and we've still enjoyed it. I yeah, we haven't. That even... mode would be fun too. Yeah, we haven't done the pillaging one, the plunder, mm -hmm. pillaging and plunder, plunder. Or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, so we're going back to Corona here, coronavirus. This uh, one, yeah, I know. You thought you got rid of it, but you didn't. Uh, PC gamers. <laughs> this one actually, Ryan was talking to me about uh, about a while back, and I just happened to see it. And I was like, we got to talk about it on the podcast. Um, mm -hmm. If you guys are interested in, um, you know, donating to the cause or doing something and you're stuck at home, well, you can help. They say here that uh, PC gamers can contribute to cutting-edge research simply by installing software which runs in the background of their computer mm -hmm. while they continue to use it for other activities. The gamers could be helping develop a treatment for the virus. It's called the Folding at Home project and it's just uh, distributed computing research program which uses the idle resources of thousands of volunteers personal computers to s simulate the molecular dynamics of protein folding uh, mm -hmm. the folding at home project based in the Penday labs uh, at Stanford University and led by dr. Greg Bowman is investigating the implications of what happens when uh, this folding goes wrong in the disease in diseases ranging from cancer and diabetes to Alzheimer's and now COVID-19. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Some of the con some of the computations which gaming GPUs will be working on include uh, simulating the different ways in which the proteins can fold, potentially revealing key structural information about them which new medicines can treat. Uh, the researchers are they're basically to... turning it into a network supercomputer. Right. That's what right. they're doing here. Yep. Yep. Says so the researchers are aiming to examine how specific proteins in the coronavirus would be disrupted, potentially preventing the virus from re replicating within the human body. Contributing isn't the uh, contributing isn't limited to those with powerful PCs either, according to a community announcement shared with gamers on Reddit forum. Everyone, no matter uh, no matter the hardware hardware they possess has a chance to help the research for and perhaps make a big difference in the life of other people um the post said mm. uh, so there you go um kind of interesting some downsides to it that i think are kind of you know if you're if you're one of those people like me who's a little bit of a uh, i get nervous about the spying and i get nervous about you know everybody knowing everything about me even though you know, we do this podcast and I use Google and all that kind of stuff. This mm -hmm. program does does run in the background. Even if your computer is on hibernate or your laptop is closed, it'll continue to run. Um, so that's kind of something most people get a little nervous about or weird about. Mm -hmm. And so definitely you want to research that, use it at your own risk. We're not saying it's a safe program. We're not saying it's a good thing to do or not. We're just basically saying this is pretty interesting. I like the idea of a super network computer. I think that mm -hmm. should be used in all kinds of scientific studies. Mm -hmm. um, but this specific, um, you know, owner of this program and how it's built and how, what, it, what it's accessing on your computer, we don't know enough about it to recommend right. if that makes right. sense. Um, it feels safer since it is out of Stanford. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, with any third-party application that you're going to use, um, you know, it's kind of like going and downloading a game that's going to run a video game that you play, right? Um, mm -hmm. You want to make sure that the source is good 
And you also want right. to make sure that you have VirusWare because I know either, even whenever you log in on a launcher on, um, you know, Battle.net or Steam or any of those kind of things, right, where you're going to be connected up, one of the first things they ask if things go awry is, do you have any um, virus protection in place, things like that. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, definitely if you're going to use this program, I would I would make sure that you have all your protection on your computer loaded up. Well, we'll yeah, go in there with yeah any take the same precautions. Stuff. Don't just go, oh, yeah. You know, because it's for a good cause and it's from Harvard, mm-hmm. just trust it completely. I would still do your mm-hmm. own research. Right. Yeah, make your decision on that. But I, I do like the thinking on it. I think it's a positive mm-hmm. step. Um, we're kind of going that that way with creativity. You see that people mm-hmm. are now able to. I, I saw a post, and this isn't in the news, but I saw a post from, uh, uh, I think it was on Games Radar, maybe um, that uh, the. What's the what's the name of the game? Cyberpunk twenty whatever twenty mm-hmm. I forget the the full seventy seven like seventy seven yeah, yeah. the mm-hmm. developers of that said that they're not going to have a delay as a result of this quarantine because their workers are able to log in from home and work on it so That's it's awesome. kind of that mm-hmm. it's kind of that networking kind of thing we right. see with Google and and other stuff so I think this is the future of things but boy that's that's pretty interesting but yeah do your so you research might throw in guys. the comments. You might throw in the comments if you're watching or if you're listening, you can send us an email, kind of let us know. Uh, we've already noticed, all three of us have noticed our uh, our internet not acting quite the same. My internet on my computer is having some delay, and I have really high-speed internet, and on my phone especially. Messages yeah. are having trouble going through. Uh, sometimes I have trouble loading videos or accessing stuff on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's just a little, everything seems a little non-optimized. It's not yeah, failing, it's but sluggish. it's not normal. Sluggish, mm-hmm. yeah. You think it's just because of an overload, or uh, that's, that's my guess right what now. We're but... thinking, yeah, because yeah. they're not used to this this many people using it. Maybe mm-hmm. all the, the same amount time. of usage. Yep. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Let us know. Yeah, we're very interested because we've been having to. Um, I've been having to individually text Ryan and Hunter about the show mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. our group text wasn't even wanting to work. So uh, yeah, and even my wife's phone was having issues. So let us know, guys. And another little E3 um, nugget that we could have potentially missed was some games that uh, WB Games was going to announce, possibly, um, mm. with E3 2020. And this is from PC Gamer, by the way, guys. That's where I'm getting this one from. Uh, with E3 2020 officially canceled, publishers are now looking for ways to replace their press conferences, including Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. Um, according to Kotaku, speaking with people familiar with the with C3 plans, the publisher was going to host its first E3 press conference to show some projects uh, that they had um, been working on. Um, one of those that they were teasing was uh, the Batman video game that they uh, they teased it back in September, I believe. Um, a prominent leaker allegedly said that the game would be called Arkham Legacy. Um, it could be a follow-up to WB Games Montreal's uh, Batman Arkham Origins. The Montreal mm-hmm. studio did all the teasing in September, and original Arkham developer Rocksteady Studios is currently wa- working on something else. Um, so was also, they say that was also apparent, uh, apparently going to be unveiled at the press conference. So there was two games okay. there. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking about that the other day. How are all these games going to... Mm-hmm. You know, they get a lot of exposure at E3. That's part mm-hmm. of their launch. Now they got to change how they're going to launch. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be very, very different. 
Yeah, I will be. It's so weird to me because even though I've loved gaming my whole life, I really haven't ever gotten, like, seen something on E3. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, it was probably well, one of those the... deals that if you, if you saw uploaded on YouTube, mm-hmm. it probably came it from, from E3. That. That's what yeah. I'm saying, but... Yeah. But, but you I probably mean, didn't realize it, right? right You're probably right. just like, oh, they released I'm a trailer. I'm just saying, there's cool. people out there that if they just released a trailer on the YouTube, that would they have or, no idea, right? Yeah. That would have no right. idea because they solely do E3, and then on the opposite spectrum, we don't mm-hmm. need E3 for it because some people would just see it on TV or on YouTube. Yeah, so, yeah. YouTube and everything. Yeah, uh, they also say a new Harry Potter game was also poised to be revealed mm-hmm. um, in a 2018 footage of Harry Potter RPG. Uh, hmm. It was leaked, uh, showing off character creation, spell casting, and a bunch of different environments. Instead of playing one of the characters from the books, you could create your own new Hogwarts Hogwarts student. Um, publishers I'm not like, gonna lie, I'm, I'd be in for that. Yeah, that'd oh, be pretty sweet. And Natalie would, she'd <laughs> die for that. Yeah, we get our wives into it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, publishers like Microsoft and Ubisoft have already started discussing plans to host digital digital shows. Now that E3 2020 is canceled, while the ESA is considering doing an online version of the event, uh, so we'll still probably get to hear something um, about these games in June, but uh, just mm-hmm. may not be from the event, or it won't won't. Well, because you the see, event. one of the things is they they make previews that they're going to release at the same time as E3, and they're going to put out on YouTube and all that kind of stuff. But they also design certain videos and all that kind of stuff. They, all kinds of work goes into videos that are made for the stage. Like, they're designed for the PowerPoint and all the stuff that's going on when the yeah. guy's on stage actually discussing it. And so that's mm-hmm. a lot of man hours and effort that goes into something that's like, it's it's not like you can just translate that over and now we're going to release it on YouTube. It's not the same. Right. Now, what they could do is each individual company could set up their own stage from like a studio, live mm-hmm. stream and it, do a live right? event. do yep. a live event and uh, put it on like a, an E3 could just produce the whole live stream right it could be a whole two days of live stream mm-hmm. and do it kind of like um kind of like what blizzard does with theirs when they put it online mm-hmm. um whenever would they be do sweet you just got my BlizzCon. my brain just exploded and i was like what if they had events like e3 on vr so you didn't have to travel to the mm. e3 event but the booths and everything would be set up within like a virtual world and you could go to the different shows and like be at the event mm-hmm. that, that would, would be, be money so cool be. because that's like it's steering into the gaming skid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. now, if this pandemic was really, 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 really bad, right? We're just let's go ahead and just be real extreme with it and then theorize here, right? Say it lasts a uh, year and a half, right? Of just things being closed down, it just spreading like crazy, right? I think VR would really take off for those kind of events mm-hmm. because you would have to, right? You wouldn't have a choice, um, so you'd be stuck. Uh, you wouldn't wouldn't have any other choice. Yeah, that's but, the thing. Uh, there there are global things or environmental things that do um, shape the next technology. Mm-hmm. And what's going to be spent? You know, people are going to spend their time on because, uh, you know, that's what you call market directing. Meaning, mm-hmm. whatever's happening in the market is what directs the work we put in on the other end. So, yeah, I could definitely see that. I mean, it's yeah, just pe- like our show right now. We're we're talking about coronavirus. Uh, you know, a month and a half ago was not in our plans to talk about the coronavirus. Right. No, podcast, definitely but, not definitely not <laughs> but uh, yeah so i think vr would definitely take off and and you would see people even people like me be like well it'd be worth getting that 400 hundred dollar headset if mm-hmm. i'm only going to be able to go to events through the headset right mm-hmm. make, it yeah. make more sense so well, yeah, especially you if you got to see all though. the other people 
that are there virtually. So right. it's still not like you're just alone. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. It, 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 it would work as long as our economy doesn't take such a big hit. You can't afford a four hundred dollar. Well, that's oh, true. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you do have that that in place as well. You're right. So well, but we the, we're out of businesses for a year and a half. It's but trust be a little me, sketchy. Probably. Trust me, they would find a way to make the VR systems work. Mm. <laughs> it just may not be as as polished as we want it. <laughs> um, talking about Blizzard, I, I mentioned them in as far as BlizzCon and stuff. Um, Blizzard is actually le- uh, losing a employee that's been with them for a long time. Um, and it's going to be Michael Chu. He's best known mm-hmm. as lead writer and lore master on Overwatch. Uh, he's leaving oh, really? Blizzard after 20 years with the company. Um, according to Chu's IMBD and Moby Games profiles, he joined Blizzard in 2001 as a tester on Diablo 2. He moved into main game design with World of Warcraft in 2004. Uh, the same year he left Blizzard for a brief stint at Obsidian, where he worked on Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 and Neverwinter Nights mm. 2. Uh, since his return to Blizzard in 20, 2007, uh, Chu has worked on and or written for two WoW expansions, The Burning Crusade and Warlords of Draenor, as well as Diablo Reaper of Souls expansion. Um, but it's his work on Overwatch, crafting the backstories for its heroes and sculpting the world around them, uh, that mm-hmm. people remember him most clearly for. It does say he um, he's you know of course loves Overwatch and says it was a big change to his life. I'm paraphrasing right. here. Um, it's unclear where Chu will head next, uh, but there's little doubt that he's still interested in telling stories through games. Likewise, it is unclear why Chu chose to leave Blizzard in the midst of development of Overwatch 2, which will apparently push the story and PVE side of the game more than the original. Mm. Now, if you're looking at the last, what, we're talking about um, probably three years, maybe just a year and a half, mm-hmm. uh, there's been quite a bit of leaving, you know, mm-hmm. ever since the joint venture between Activision and Blizzard. You haven't lost very many Activision people, but they have lost kind of Blizzard leader after Blizzard leader. Yeah, um, I think it's that culture Which kind of makes the that... Blizzard people really nervous about it. You know, they don't like mm-hmm. that at all. No, definitely not. Yeah, I think it's a culture thing, right? I think Activision came in, the merger happened, and I think there was a big culture shock. And as mm-hmm. each Blizzard employee, big Blizzard employee left, I think things shifted, and that's probably a result of that. Right. So, yeah, it makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It always makes you nervous thing. seeing any any change in those areas. It's like, dang, mm-hmm. what's going to what's going to happen? Are they are they really turning into EA? I hope not. I guarantee that makes people a little bit nervous about Overwatch 2, right? The fact that he would leave right in the middle of that. Was there a big mm-hmm. disagreement? They're changing stuff too much. I don't like the sound yeah. of that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Okay, so I'm going now, back to... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. In all reality, isn't Overwatch 2 kind of like almost done with development? I mean, that's that was kind of my understanding, that it's about ready to release, isn't it's it? Pretty, it's pretty polished. I'm not sure what right. date they gave on uh, when they're releasing it, but... You know, yeah. it's it's not a huge huge jump. The graphics jump mm-hmm. didn't. You know, it looks it looks better. I don't know. My brother-in-law hates the the new graphics because it's a little more oh, really? a little more cell shaded looking kind of. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, I don't think they they weren't they weren't changing the game completely when it comes to the PVE aspect. Mm-hmm. I mean, PVP mm-hmm. aspect. It was the PVE that they're pushing uh, for the right. game. So. 
if it's the brother-in-law I'm thinking about, he hates everything. So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and he'll he'll know who you, he'll know you're talking about him right now. Yeah, um, that's cool. <laughs> fight me, brother-in-law. Yep. Fight me, coward, as he would say. All right. So I'll my last shade cell <laughs> shade your butt. <laughs> so my last coronavirus story. Um, this one's a good one. So a Japanese, a group of Japanese elementary school children uh, ended up finding a creative workaround to the coronavirus quarantine, which has prevented them and countless others from attending their end-of-year graduation ceremonies, uh, mm. building and holding their own ceremony in Minecraft. Oh, nice. Yeah. As Sora News 24 reports, a uh, Japanese Twitter user, Baki... Back Yinu shared several photos and videos highlighting the in inventive efforts of his son and his schoolmates. Uh, Back Yinu uh, says his son already regularly played Minecraft with his friends, so it quickly mm -hmm. became their uh, go-to hangout after the Japanese government closed down schools two weeks ago um, mm -hmm. in response to the pandemic. Uh, so they used it as a social space to hold their own graduation ceremony. He says That's the cool. kids. He says the kids built a whole dang assembly hall, complete complete with a stage, seating, and proper red carpet, which they could all walk down in order to receive their virtual diplomas. The backdrop nice. is even uh, emblazoned with the word "summer," just to reinforce the end of year school vibes. Nice. Yep. That's cool. Some of the com some of the comments translated by Sword News Twenty Four are equally uplifting. Uh, one person says this will probably be an even better memory than regular graduation for them. Uh, mm. One user uh, said the the kids are all right, and uh, so anyway, pretty cool. I like that. This is cool. The it's kids awesome. are kids are you know creating their own fun, and it shows mm -hmm. you how um, people are resilient. You know, mm -hmm. you could put us in a box, and we're still going to find a way to make it work. So, yeah, that's right. Yep. Well, that's all I got, guys. That's all the news that we have. Whew. Well, Who that's okay, because I've got some good gadgets and gifts that'll clean up the mess you just made. Are ye scurvy dogs? Where's me Luca? All right, guys. Back with gadgets and gifts, except for this time, uh, these aren't going to be the best gifts, and some of them aren't really gadgets that much. These are more like <laughs> items for those in a uh, coronavirus apocalypse type of a situation. Mm, um, for those is. of you who are clean freaks and germaphobes, and for those of you who uh, did not have any toilet paper to find when you got to the store. So, Ooh, I like it. Uh, starting off the list here, I'm going to give you a list of old, known, and unknown rundown for what you can use to wipe instead of the TP. Oh, some, of these, some of these I disagree with completely and do not understand. Some of them <laughs> uh, I already do, and so I completely understand. So we'll start with number one, which actually was the number one use um, for wiping the butt back in the day, which was uh, newspaper or newspaper or article inserts that uh, came because that paper is a little 
thinner, a little softer than, say, like your, uh, you know, regular like printer paper and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, newspaper was used as a regular in most households for wiping the old buttocks. And mm. most people already got a newspaper, so they just used their old newspaper and didn't, you know, before toilet paper became a big thing. So mm-hmm. obviously you can get some newspaper from places for free most of the time because it's an outdated paper. Um, I'm sure while we're in this apocalypse, we will for a while continue to get junk mail and you can use that junk mail to wipe the old bunghole. Mm. So that's a good one for you guys. I'm sure that's yeah. really comfy. Yeah, super soft. But surviving is not being about being comfy, guys. All you okay. gotta do is take it. If you guys could see my hands on the regular, you gotta like crinkle that newspaper for a little while, mm-hmm. and it gets kind of soft and more malleable. Then wipe. You know, you don't just wipe in there with a crispy. So the so the spikiness yeah. doesn't poke the old booty hole. Right, if you, right, right. If you wear it, yeah, wear it down. Okay. Right. I get what you're saying. It's gonna take a little while. Number two on the list, if your grocery store was out of the old TP, is called a bigot. Um, a bigot, one thing that's even better than a toilet paper is a, uh, I said bigot, it's a bidet, B-I-D-E-T. Oh, okay. I was going to say what? Okay. Everybody knows a what a bidet. bigot is. Yeah. This is a bidet. Yeah. Bidet. Okay. Uh, Europeans, Europeans know that. When, yeah, that's, there you go. It's a bidet. <laughs> there we go. No. When well, you're I'm not reading, used, here we are. I'm not used to, to seeing this spelled out, you know? What's fun? It's exactly right because I'm like I thought that was called something else. I'm sitting here reading it like that's not what that's called. Hey, it's like it's when I w- it's like when I went to spell oh cor- uh, quarantine today, and I was like quarantine. <laughs> that doesn't look right, guys. Is it really spelled hey, that way? The- oh, it is pronounced quarantine. Yep. For those of you who have never seen a bidet spelled, it's B I D E T. Okay. Okay. Bidets. <laughs> we're we're here in America, out in Oklahoma, using bidets on our butts. <laughs> Ain't nothing uh, like their bidets, baby. It's, it's like right. buffet. No big deal. Buffet. Yeah, it's a buffet. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Hunter would okay, be the guy uh, that knows that too with his fancy yeah, quick language over For there. sure. For sure. Tiff would too. She knows like the French dialect and it's like, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Europeans uh, Europeans know when your bathroom uh, has a bidet, right? Mm-hmm. You won't even have to bother with toilet paper, okay? For those of you who don't know, uh, it's a water bath for your bum, Okay. Uh, old school uh, bidets, is that what you said? Now now my mind's not even wanting yeah, to say bidets. that. Bidet. Yeah, yeah bidets uh, are separate little squatty sinks. This I did not know. Okay, There's a hmm. separate. There's a picture, too, of like a little sink next to the toilet for you to clean your butt out in. That's really weird. Hmm. It's down low just like the toilet. <laughs> okay, so it's like the regular like, thing over there. Yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah, yeah like so most European bathrooms have a toilet and then a bidet. Right. Right. That's nice. I always we in need my that head, in America. I picture a separate, you know, you have your toilet and then you've got like the modern ones. They have mm-hmm. the, the sprayer built into the toilet. Like yeah, and you can even buy an attachment now that just right. clips onto the side of your, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to number three, the bum gun. Nice. The bum gun. Uh, yeah, this is what <laughs> Hunter's talking about right now. This, this is what uh, your grandmother you put, uses right here, the bum gun. Yeah, you put, you put like a little T in your line on your way to the toilet. And coming off of there pretty much looks like a little, you know, manual shower head or actually looks a lot like the little sprayer that you use on your dishes. Okay. Right? Okay. But you use it for spraying the old bum hole. Um, so do you works preload it with much water? The same way. Do you, is it like a no, yeah, it hooks to your or? water line. You know, yeah, oh, okay. you put a T in your water line and then it runs right off of it. So it's always pressurized, ready to go. Oh, when you said yep. T, I literally thought like a tea bag, right? Why no, you... no, not, not a tea bag. <laughs> 
Gotcha. Well, we're getting fancy with the boudet, so you thought we were having tea, too. I mm-hmm. get it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, you're up to... I think I would appreciate the gun more, because you can... Oh, is it, is it bum yeah. gun? Yeah, bum yes. gun. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said bum gum, like with an M. No. Which is why I no. referenced why your would grandmother. Bum gum? I don't know. <laughs> okay, oh so gosh. it says uh, at least it says at least this is what we call them in Asia. On this article that I was reading here, uh, in Southeast Asia, all toilets have uh, bum guns. Okay. Okay. It's just a nozzle. It's a nozzle sprayer. Okay. Um, number four would be a sponge. Or if you want to get real creative, sponge on a stick. It'd be a nice sponge on the end of a shaft so you don't have to get your hand in there. Just kind of give your bum a good scrubbing, and then you rinse that off, I guess, in the tub, you know? Hmm. Um, all of these I wouldn't pick right off the bat because number five is what we use here at my household. And uh, it seems like the obvious winner, rags. We all have rags. Hmm. Everybody has them because certain, cer- certain type of rag, right? Or, uh, uh, you can use rags. some people pick softer rags, right? The mm-hmm. problem with the softer rags is they don't seem to grab as much, right? Mm-hmm. We use almost like a you know like a normal rag like you'd buy at Walmart. It's got like the little terry pieces on it, right? yeah, yeah. Because those each one of those do like a good grabbing, <laughs> you know, when you wipe. Yeah, uh, if gotcha. you have like a smooth like a like a like a like a baby wipe rag, you know how they're smooth, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of a smear. It's not my thing. I, I don't mm. I don't do that. Yeah, so. So I go the other direction. But you guys, in all reality, can use any rag, right? Or an old sock if you've ever gone camping. Or an old t-shirt that you cut yeah. up. There's literally no reason whatsoever for anybody to ever worry about not about having toilet paper butt. at home. Now, yes. I, have, I have to ask, because I know the listener at home is wondering. What, what's with the, uh, and you can tell me if it's too personal. What's with the rag? What was like the, uh, we're going to switch the rags instead of teepee? Oh, like why did we just, start? Yeah, was it price? Was it just, yeah. hey, it's... It's oh yeah, so just, just so you guys know, when I say we use them, I don't mean just now during the the apocalypse, which Clinton knows that he means why do we use them all the time? We've used them for six years now, uh, which is the age of my daughter, which is the reason we use them. My daughter and uh, she uses what's called cloth diapers, which are washable, reusable diapers, because mm-hmm. it saves you about two grand in diapers if you go cloth. Um, so that's why we did that. My wife ran a little cloth diaper company for a little while, and we kind of just thought, well. If we're already using cloth diapers, why don't we just wipe our butts with rags and just wash those too? I mean, we're already washing the diapers, yeah. so there's like so was it the a, point? was it so was it the economic choice then? Was like, well, why are we wasting money on toilet paper right now, kind of thing? Yeah, for me, it was the cheap thing, right? Because I'm cheap mm-hmm. and I'm a dad. Uh, for my wife, it was a little bit of the cheap thing, uh, but kind of was more on the uh, reusable thing, you know? Because yeah. she's what well, you call a crunchy that stuff mom. Too. She likes she likes the natural living. She uses the oils and. Uh, we do that a lot as a family too, but most of that comes from her side and kind gotcha. of influences me over time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But now uh, you guys are sitting yeah, back rags. and like, hey, this isn't anything to us. Yeah, yeah. we got our chicken oh, eggs cool. out there. We got our garden out there. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. Ready to go. Uh, Clint texted me the other day, are you producing more eggs than you need? I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I was going for there? Uh, I went out actually uh, Tip went out yesterday And was like Man the, these eggs are huge And she brought them in She had like nine Freaking giant eggs And I was like Those aren't They're never that color Like our new Our new chickens Lay blue eggs Or white eggs And our old ones Lay brown eggs Those mm-hmm. are like tan Like they're off white And she was Maybe like I don't know They were over there A different uh, well, bird she cracked, she cracked one this morning And she was like This egg has a huge yolk And the white is clear Like on, on chicken eggs The white is actually 
slightly yellowish, right? Not mm -hmm. to, not when you cook it, but while it's raw. Mm -hmm. uh, this white is crystal clear. I said, that's a duck egg. She's like, mm. no, it can't be. And I was like, where did you get it? And she told me, I was like, yep, that's where all the ducks are hanging out right now. Mm. So you just still, which means they're probably fertilized eggs. So we put them hey, on but because those, yeah. those are probably babies. Duck eggs are good, though. I mean, they, Super they taste good, good yeah. too. Yeah, they're really rich. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if, they, if we knew that these weren't fertilized, like right now is the time of year we always get baby ducks. So because these aren't like our ducks, they're kind of like wild ducks that kind of come to our house this time of year. We're going to go ahead and let these babies be born if they are babies. But uh, we do actually want some ducks to lay eggs like the chickens that we could just eat unfertilized. Mm -hmm. That would be great. Mm -hmm. Or even fertilized if you know it's just they're laying them all the time. But usually I only see these babies in spring, so we're leaving them. This right. next one makes no sense, though. Okay. okay. No sense whatsoever to me. It says, once you've used up the toilet paper and have run out, why not use the cardboard tubes? Because I love my butthole. That's why I don't want to use yeah, the cardboard tubes. Dude. Why would you use um, a cardboard tube? Jeez. <laughs> go get a corn cob, right? This, that this makes guy more gets sense serious than this. here. He, he says, well, you soak them in some water and then peel apart the layers. And then they're thinner and they're soft and they'll work just fine. It's like, that's... A lot of work when you at, already have rags. Hey, right? at that, and, here, and, and here's the other thing. At that point, I'm just going to my shower if I still have water. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just rinse yeah. it off down there, you know? Yeah. Why yeah, this is, a, this is survival tips, too, not just specifically, oh, okay. like, at home. So this is, but, like, yeah. if we're in disaster, disasters. Right, yeah. The water's been shut off. I think I would still yeah, go get, right. like, a tree leaf or something, you know? Yep. I had yep. a weird, Before like, I'd use the cardboard and soak it and all that. I had a weird primal thought the other day about... If our water gets shut off, what are we going to do for drinking water? And I was thinking about taking my Brita filters down to the river. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Filling <laughs> see, them up. See, see, even that, I've got filters that pump the lake water, and you can just drink it. You're good to go. Mm -hmm. I'm that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Tiff's like, aren't you glad you got that stuff? I'm like, oh, yeah. I prepped seven years ago. I'm Rambo. Yeah, most of your food goes bad by now, though. So, like, when we moved here, we lost some of our food that we stocked up. We don't stock mm -hmm. anything crazy. We don't buy the big packages, but mm -hmm. we put a little bit of sides here and there. Um, shouldn't be saying that. Now all the looters are coming. Dang it. Nobody knows where I live. Okay, I next. This is a good one. I never thought about this one. You know, when you really need to, to wipe and you want something that's, like, good, soft, and absorbent, but you're out of toilet paper, pads, Tampax pads, you know? Oh. There you go. Perfect. Wow. I love it. Yeah. I never thought about it. Makes sense. Beautiful. Very soft, very absorbent, you know, and uh, your bum will thank you afterward. Yeah. Number eight on this list, though, is another no-go for me. I don't trust it whatsoever. Cotton balls. Oh, no, would I you use... can... You'll be slipping. Yeah, that's that's a finger slip. Exactly. Yeah. That's Just use your <laughs> like, hand at that, that work? point. Exactly. I'm thinking, who would use cotton balls? And then I don't even know how that works. Like, how do you keep them all together? How do you keep it to wipe good? And it it's seems a like very people just kind of like man. Yeah, so cotton not balls. Good. Yeah. In my opinion, guys, do not use the cotton balls. Cotton ball get this lost next, in Ryan. This oh yeah, this <laughs> infection control right there. Right. Uh, uh, man this, dies this next from one. gangrene because of cotton balls stuck in in ball. This next one is something I would just want to try because it makes sense, you know. Okay. When you first hear it, you're gonna go what, and then you're gonna go, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, snow. If it's winter time, <laughs> you can use snow. And I thought, how are you gonna use snow? You just drag your butt on the ground like a dog. And then I started thinking, no, if you make like a snowball, they kind of pack, right? It's right. wet. You can just kind of scrub and then make another snowball and kind of yeah, just keep scrubbing and then. Until the snow's white. You and know? then you just tell the kids, don't eat the brown snow. I bet that'd be a little yeah, rough, that though. <gasps> you know? 
Yeah, that would be a cold bung. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, this next one, uh, I, I don't think I would try this either. This just scares me. Um, but evidently, you know, I saw this on three different sites, so it's something people do. And it's rope. Use rope, you know. I guess you just take a section of the rope and cut no, across the that sounds the crack. awful. Yeah, just give it a little. Well, yeah, because mm. a lot of ropes are kind of rough, right? Little yeah. fibers coming right. off. Especially you get and, the big ropes, you know, the big. Yeah, oh, that's, that's what they're showing you. on here, like the kind of rope like you climb in the wrestling room. Yeah, that's no what they're way. showing. Like yeah, the logging <laughs> ropes. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking. Oh man. You know, you think uh, toilet paper gets your raw? That'll definitely get your raw. The next one here says corn on the cob, but I would never use corn on the cob. I would eat the corn and then use to use the, the cob. cob. Obviously, I don't know why would you use that corn probably, on the cob. You'd probably just kind of, and that probably makes sense, right? Because it's pretty soft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah. I think corn. I think corn on the cob would work pretty good. You as long as you didn't like let water. it dry out. Yeah. 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 Uh, next, you got. Uh, I might pronounce this wrong. I've always called it mullen. It might be called mullen. M u l l e i n. Mullen leaves. Uh, they're leaves that are in the wild in certain areas. They're a real soft leaf. They've even got like a. It almost looks like a little bit of fiber that's on them, right? Mm -hmm. um, a little fur. But it, yeah, but it's not the kind of fur that's actually little stickers. It's mm, fur. soft. Be careful. Uh -huh, I know. You know what I'm talking about, right? Those little leaves yes. that have those little. Mm, yes. Mm, mm. It looks so Banana soft. Banana leaves. To lure you in because you want to touch them. Uh huh. Mm. Uh huh. Banana leaves. If you're in the right area, another one like the newspaper would be receipts. I think that's a decent one. Other than they're narrow, so a little bit risky. Maybe overlap a couple. You know. And then, of course, the old trusty uh, hand, like Hunter said, you know? Mm. Uh, for years, all kinds of countries used their hands. They ate with one hand, and they wiped with the other. So if all else fails, you can wipe with your hand and then wash your hand. But if you have water nearby and it's warm enough outside, just climb in the water and yeah. wash it off that way. That's why we shake with our right hands, because in the olden days, it was common mm -hmm. courtesy yeah. to yeah. shake with for the hand you did not wipe your butt with, which was yeah. your right. left hand. Yep, for sure. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the uh, item that's for sale on the list that that per, per what would you say it pertained to the list of uh, butt wiping type items. Um, I just came across during the search. It's called, for lack of a better name, I guess, Long Reach Comfort Wipe. Uh, this is basically a uh, you can pull that up on Amazon if you want to, Clint. Long sure. Reach Comfort Wipe. That is a stick with a little like grabber at the end that you can kind of shove your toilet paper or tissue or rag or whatever you're using into, and you use the stick to really get down in there. I'm guessing this is mainly for handicapped people or people of larger variety, uh, though the description doesn't say that because I don't think they want to offend anybody. It says it's got a release button for sanitary disposal, long reach tissue grip, and it says it's got an ergonomic design, ideal for personal hygiene, and it's great for when reaching is difficult. Hmm. Hmm. Long reach comfort wipe. Answer to the personal hygiene when reaching is difficult. Ergonomic, soft, flexible head grips the toilet paper tissue or moisture or a moistened wipes securely. Contains a unique release button for fast, clean wiping. Nice. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Clinton, you went back to mirroring your screen again. Oh, never mind. Oh, yes. There it goes. Oh, I see. Now I get it. Okay. Yeah. I think he was trying to show that item. Yes. It's just delayed, you know? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, next on my list, 
is going to be more on the cleanliness side of things, even though but wiping your butt is on the cleanliness side of things, but we're talking about germs and people that are getting nervous about stuff like that, okay? Uh, that's going to be <coughs> a non-touch stainless steel soap dispenser because in all reality, every time you touch your soap bottle, you're getting your unclean hands on the dispenser. Think about it, guys. If you're a germaphobe, you probably already know, but if you're not, your hands are dirty because you've been wiping with your hand. Then you press the squeezer. That's poop hand on the squeezer. Then you wash your hands and the poop is left on it every time. And you touch it next time and next time and next time. Mm -hmm. So this is a no touch. You put your hand underneath it, spray some on your hands, you wash. Uh, it's only 59 bucks, you know, and it may save your life. Okay. Now the one I'm looking uh, at is 111, but I'm probably on a different one than you. Yeah, there's a bunch. There's one in here for three hundred dollars. If you're real serious, so you can probably. Uh, but there's a variety. Yeah, you could probably. Oh, okay. I see this one here. This is a little cheaper. The cheapest one I saw, I think, is around thirty. That's the cheapest one, and it's not stainless yeah. steel. It looks like it's like fake wood. It looks like bamboo or something. Yeah. But yeah. Looks like you can get some smaller ones. Yeah. Less. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Okay, number two, which is kind of gaming related is a washable keyboard, which I didn't even know that existed. It's virtually a waterproof keyboard that you can wash and uh, use. It's uh, IROX is the brand. It's IROX washable keyboard. It says a slim design, ideal for Windows-based PC. Hand washable, easy to clean and dry. Shows water dumping over the front of it. Uh, this, what's funny is it doesn't really tell you that it's waterproof, even though it's completely advertised as if it is. Yeah. Um, just looks like a regular keyboard. Be... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. What, what my mind went to is instead of going out and buying you an all new keyboard, what about those old school little clear covers? You know what I'm talking about back in the day? They had it at school and stuff like that. Yeah. And they went yeah. over your keyboard. Yeah. So some if you're kinda... a sanitary guy, use that yeah. and you can just scrub the, the crap out of that, right? With some disinfectant mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then slap it back on there. I think that's the, that's the way to go. Clorox wipes. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, next on there, which I've never heard of this either, because I'm not a super, you know, germaphobic type guy. But those of you who who are kind of panicked right now, uh, you've got what's called a, let's see the exact name. It's called a grip, G R Y P, grip keychain. It goes on your keychain, <laughs> and it's a silicone door handle grabber, right? Oh. So you can wrap it around the door handle as you grab door handles. Of course, we know that silicone is used in the surgical field. It's great for uh, antimicrobial and um, stuff like that. The the germs don't stay on it very long. Um, so this would be like a silicone little glove, but it's not a glove. You just have it with your keys so when you get out of your car, you can grab the handle of the store or in the bathroom or whatever mm -hmm. you want to and not have to touch that stuff. Nice little idea. Yeah, problem is when you reach back into your pocket. Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly my thought because you, cause you've already, yeah, if you take it straight from there to your pocket, you've now sprayed the germs on your cloth, which they love to live in, right? Right. And so, so now, yeah. yep. So that's what I was kind of thinking there. I'm like, uh. My first thought. It's exactly. a good idea, right? But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I think if you're really thinking it, thinking it over, if you like have the OCD about, it, you're probably not going to get it because the the pocket. Yeah, that's part. true. Yeah. Yep. Maybe that's more of a gift than a gadget. Like people get it and be like, oh, great idea, and then before they think about it, you already, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're in there and out. Yep. Uh, next on the list, which you guys have heard of this one for sure, but I think it's a great idea for this uh, thing that's going on right now, and probably I would guess their sales are probably skyrocketing would be the uv 
uh, cell phone sanitizers, right? The little mm. booths that you put your cell phone into. It's got mm -hmm. the UV light and it sanitizes it. You can put it in there each night. It's all over your face. It's on your ears. It's on your mm -hmm. hands. Sometimes and don't tell me, it. don't tell me you people don't take a dump and play on your phone. Come on, Heck we yeah, know it happens. Yeah. we know it happens. Yeah. Actually, I had a buddy of mine post a post the other day. Uh, it's stuck. It's in my head now forever. And you know when you take a dump and then it splashes up and the water hits you. Mm -hmm. Poseidon's kiss. That's what that's Yes, I did see that. Yeah. Lock, lock it into your head. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> so when yeah. you're using your cell phone on the toilet, Poseidon's kiss probably kisses your phone. Yeah, so so people on the uh on the podcast, just so you know, uh it shows mm -hmm. the guy's bottom, he drops the poo, and then the water comes up and it shows like Poseidon is the water, right? It's the shape of mm -hmm. his body, and then he's got his little lips puckered out. Going up to kiss. It's <laughs> a good one. So, yeah, that it was, was really good. One. good. Sorry for all the toilet humor, but it's great. Wow. Hey, you, how can you get away from toilet humor when the stores are out of toilet paper? I mean, it's <laughs> just the way it is. Uh, along the same lines as those sanitizing type items, um, and and talking about the bathroom, is a uh, this is called a Teco Touchless Toilet Flush Kit. Okay, this is a kit that you install to your toilet, and it allows you to not touch the handle to flush it. So. You wipe and all that jazz, and then you just kind of uh, give it a motion, right? Mm -hmm. And it, psh, it flushes for you. Um, that one's 54 bucks. I really expected that to be a lot more than that. So it may be something that some of you guys who are, who are clean freaks may be into. I kind of think, you know, we, we touch the handle, but then we wash our hands right afterward. And mm -hmm. you've already wiped your butt, so it's not like you're going to skip washing your hands. So why not touch the handle? That's kind of my thing. Um but, you know, maybe you're in at a public place that's completely different, right? You do yeah. the flush with the toilet paper in your hand. I get that. But you can't install this there anyway. So, mm -hmm. in my opinion, I wouldn't buy it. But I get why people would. Well, and it's your home germs, right? You're not just touching mm -hmm. other people's. Right. It's a yeah, little different the your home than it is. did the Mythbusters kind of prove that, like, when you flush the toilet, like, fecal matter just goes all into the air? Like, mm -hmm. well, yeah. yeah that's and then, a, like, yeah. even, even your sure toothbrush... Has small traces of it. I'm mm -hmm. sure. Even Man, it's Hunter, the same, you, it's just in the same room. you are on point tonight, Hunter. Mm. I think that's the third time you've jumped to the next one, which is perfect. <laughs> and that is a UV holder for your toothbrushes. So you okay. don't get the fecal matter on your toothbrushes. Mm. Um, these actually stay in there all the time. It stays plugged in. Whenever you hang your deal in there, uh, it recognizes that you've hung your toothbrush and it comes on for long enough to sanitize it and then goes back off. Uh, it holds up to five toothbrushes um, and mounts on your wall, and the little heads just slide into the little lighting system on there. That's, so, that's cool. Uh, that that probably you don't want to be brushing your teeth with your feces, you might want a UV, um, you know, toothbrush cleaner. Yeah. Now, if you're fancy enough and you have those uh, where your toilet's in its own little tiny room, mm -hmm. you know, then you probably don't have I a hate that. That's the worst thing that anybody ever invented, the little tiny room. Well, when you're right? a big guy like because you, it's horrible. You can't move around. Yes, I hate it. Yeah. You're stuck. It's uh -huh. like being stuck in a small stall, you know? Right. And now, your house bathroom. isn't so bad because you've at least got the toilet there, and so your shoulders and stuff are open. You're not trapped in that little, like some right. of them, it feels like, what did I do? Just climb into an RV? Yeah. You know, it's mm -hmm. just like a little tiny, eh. no, yeah. I don't want none of that. I want to feel open. I want to spread tab, the legs. By the way. What did I say? Toilet. Get your toilet right there. Oh, yeah. There's a toilet next to your toilet? No. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Tub. Yeah, there's yeah. a tub next to Clint's toilet, which gives you plenty of elbow and shoulder space. Yeah. Yep. Okay, uh, last but not least, and actually uh, this is probably a really good one, 
I don't know if it would actually purify for this or not, but this is a Germ Guardian True HEPA filter. Uh, so basically, if you don't know, the coronavirus is airborne. You don't just get it from kissing or touching. Airborne. You get it from being in the same room as other people breathing the uh, germs out into the atmosphere. Okay? Mm -hmm. So uh, this is a HEPA filter that cleans the air. Uh, there are certain... Um, it says it cleans germs, mold, odors, allergies, pollen, smoke, dust, pet dander, uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, there probably are certain additives that go or certain kinds of filters that are better for germs than other ones, things like that. And we are not saying that this will stop the coronavirus, but we are saying you could look into it. Now I feel like I can have a clean booty hole and I can survive. Yep, I you can. Survive. You can survive the germs and your butthole can be sparkling clean just use a boudet there you go boudet well hunter <laughs> oh sometimes when you're stuck people like to play games and i think you're the game master so let's hear that beautiful intro guys well welcome back to another amazing game by yours truly tonight i can't talk for some reason everything i've tried to say tonight halfway through my voice just stops it hey, just it's, quits. it's the live part we mean i have noticed we'll talk normal if we're just all playing a game together but as soon as we know we're like live on a stream and we know that people start like commenting we notice we stumble our words more i don't feel you're not even nervous mostly. you're not thinking about it yeah yeah it's, it's I don't just like a think subconscious it's the podcast well, I'm saying it's like a subconscious thing, though. It's like your brain yeah, still processes I'm like, it. yeah, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Anyways, tonight we're going to play another uh, episode, I guess you'd call it, or installment of Easter Egg or Pulling Your Leg. Segment. And, uh, mm. It's called Segment. Yeah, but I wanted to, you know, there's a certain word they use for... Wrong. use it over and over again. Wrong. Right. Because the segment would technically be a, that it's a game. Yeah. Right, but you're talking about not that it's one. Easter egg, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, because mm -hmm. we don't have a segment called Easter egg pulling your leg, right, right. right. So right. installment started, installment. installment. That's what, yeah, that's yep, what I that's just the said. Word you're yeah, looking for. I thought that was yeah. the right yeah. one. Installments, but that was corrected, so I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah um, good. So <laughs> this is another installment of Easter egg or pulling your leg. I'll take that. That's Perfect. acceptable. Yeah. Awesome. So tonight, I'm ready. Actually, I'm ready to win again. You know. Nice. Tonight I actually threw it's all in bad. purposely a couple uh, couple um, Modern Warfare Warzone ones. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, there's quite a, I mean not quite a bit more, but there's more of those than there are the other ones. There's there's a couple in there uh, repeating. Okay. So. Do you know how many questions we're doing so the audience there's 15. knows? Fifteen. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm ready. Okay. Let me get our scoreboard ready. I'm leaned over. I'm ready to go. I'm okay. going to go with real, real, fake, fake, real, 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 fake, fake. I'll just write them down already. <laughs> um, all right. So let's get started, guys. Hey, at least it's not the game one. Jeez. That one's really hard. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, this one's hard, too, so I'm not going to lie. All right. Let's see. For the first one, um, I kind of want to not like super go fast to this, but I don't want to take too long because I do want to have a little discussion with you guys at the end. Just a short one too about these. Okay. But um, in Doom Eternal, you can come across the portal. If you walk through this portal, you'll walk into a futuristic room made entirely of stone. 
In the middle is a giant rock holding a familiar gun known as the BFG. This is a nod to the 2005 Doom film which starred Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Is this an easter egg or am I pulling your leg? Well luckily I already have the answer for you. You do? Okay, yeah. three, two, one. Real. Real. Mm. I got you guys. That it was a fake one. Mm. Dang it. That was dang, a good dang, one. Dang it. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> why do we always go the same on the ones that I could have got a lead on? Yeah, right. Because you suck. Alright, number two. In Call of Duty Warzone, mm-hmm. you can find the Ferris wheel and the pool from the Chernobyl missions in the original game. Is this an easter egg or am I pulling your leg? Got my answer. Can you read that again? In Call of Duty Warzone you can find the Ferris wheel and the pool from the Chernobyl missions in the original game. Okay. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Easter egg. Real. Okay. Clinton threw me off with that. I was like, what do you mean, Easter egg? Oh, it's uh, true. You, you guys used to say Easter egg or pull my leg. Mm-hmm. I'm, getting, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. used to the real fake thing. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm switching it. Sorry, Siri, for some reason, correct. wanted to pick up on that. That was weird. Uh, we can do Easter egg. Shut up, like, Siri. Let's keep yeah, it. Yeah, we're on it. Keep it back to the way it was, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So for the next one. In Serious Sam 2, you can find Duke Nukem's skeleton hanging from a tree with a nuke nuke with a Nukem <laughs> missile stuck in his backside. Wow. Is this a Easter egg or am I pulling your leg? Got my answer. I'm ready. I'm confident. Okay. What is it? Easter egg. Wow, you didn't give us a 3D1, but yeah. You Sorry, I should have. You're going to say Easter egg too? Yeah. Well, you guys are both right. Yeah, baby. Nice. That was my fault. I didn't do the countdown. Well, I didn't know, where, I didn't know you, we were supposed thank to. Thank you for not calling me out for stealing your thing. You know what I mean? Usually you <laughs> go off on me for that kind of stuff. I'm a great winner. You guys are tied, though. <laughs> it's, so. it's true. Um, <laughs> you notice in, he didn't say he's a great loser. Right. In, losing. in Call of Duty Warzone, you can find Captain Price's hat on a desk in the prison. This is a reference to the mission from the Gulag in the original game. I hate you tonight. Mm. I'm ready. All these Easter are egg really or am I pulling your leg? Are you ready, Clinton? Yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one. Pull Easter on my egg. leg. <laughs> Ryan has pulled the head. Oh. oh, it hurts. Yes. Very good, Ryan. So, good, good thing I'm not scared. Next one on the list is In the game No Man's Sky, players have reported to find a familiar looking ship docked in random space stations around the galaxy. This ship looks like Mr. Jetson's everyday flying car, equipped with the mechanical arm and all. 
Is this an Easter egg, or am I pulling your leg? I'm ready. You guys do know who the I'm Jetsons ready. are, right? Yes. Yes. Meet George Jensen. You just made Jensen. me want to show my daughter do, the Jetsons. Do, 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 do. I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys know your answers? Mm-hmm. Yep. Three, yeah. two, one. Pull my Easter leg. Easter egg. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Now, what did you say, Ryan? You heard it. <laughs> He's flexing. Ryan Easter said egg. Easter egg. And I said pulling my leg. And so now you guys are tied because Clinton's right. Oh, so that was a fake Easter egg. All that bragging. All that bragging yeah. I was doing. That's what happens. Bragging is in uh, Daisy, just so you know. Mm. In Call of That's called Duty. Grabbing. That's grabbing. I'm pretty sure you referred to grabbing. Not bragging. In Call of Duty. Okay. War Zone. Mm-hmm. There's a plane that is wrecked at the airport. You can go inside this plane. This plane is modeled after a modern warfare mission from the original game that takes place in an airplane in mid-flight. Is this an Easter egg or am I pulling your leg? Ooh, every time you say duty because of all the poop talk, I kind of laugh inside. (laughs) I always laugh when I hear flashbang. But that's just me. Mm. This is the Call of Duty <laughs> flashbang. <laughs> <laughs> now I will too. <laughs> yep. Thanks, Hunter, for that. Dang. Oh, Poseidon's mm. kiss. I'm ready. <laughs> Are you ready, Clinton? Yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one. Easter egg. Easter egg. Very good. You guys are still tied. You have just this connection. There's some way of just keeping the game close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's called 50 50. all right so in far cry 3 you can find a downed soldier a dead soldier uh with a laser arrow sticking from his knee obviously this is a reference to skyrim's arrow to the knee is this an easter egg or am i pulling your leg Hmm. you did this one before you did the old pullback there's tons Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're on anything. Yeah, I'm ready though, because I'm, I'm confident. Ready. I'm confident in my skills. Yeah. I'm ready. As a you guys both ready? Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one. Pulling legs. Oh man! Ryan like, jumped it's... ahead. That's a really. Oh Easter my egg. gosh! Give it to me, Dang. Sam. Well, yeah. All right. Well, the next one on the list. Is from the game. The only reason I even chose that is because I was pretty sure I heard that one for sure before, and the chance of you bringing one that you made up felt slimmer than bringing a real one back. So that's the only mm-hmm. reason I went with it. <laughs> See, I went with it was he was used it before, so this must be a to throw us off. Fake. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you um, agreed that he used it before, and you tried to spin me off the trail. I see what you did. Yeah, he you didn't use like, so he, many. But he didn't use he didn't use Far Cry though. Yeah, there was, was a there's many game. that mm. they find with an arrow in the knee. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. So the next game is called Subnautica. Have you guys heard of Subnautica? Mm-hmm. No, I mean I did. Yes. Open seconds. world ocean game. Mm-hmm. So in the okay. game, lots Subnautica, of free seafood. <laughs> in the game mm-hmm. Subnautica, you can find a door on the ocean floor with a pendant and a skeleton. This is located in the icy section of the map. And this is a reference to the iconic scene from the uh, Titanic. Poseidon's kiss. 
how it's Titanic mm-hmm. and not Poseidon's kiss. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. I had to throw it in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get me to read it again because I doubt you're paying no, attention. I was. Tell All you're thinking was Poseidon. I just. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Easter egg. Easter egg. You guys both got that wrong. Oh, <laughs> that was too good. I was Poseidon, on that one. Uh, Poseidon I was misled me. I made it up. Okay, okay. I forgive you. So, hold on, hold on. Time out. Quick, quibby, whatever you want to call a little detour. Quibby, quibby, um, yeah. Okay. Question: Do you guys remember the game? Remember seeing the preview? I think we even talked about it on the show, and you just reminded me of it because this underwater game. Remember, like, the creatures looked like they might have been a little bit octopus-like, and he had, like, two worlds. He didn't know which one was true, which one's real, which one's fake, and it would show yeah. him, like, the world would flip. Do you guys remember what game that was? Because yes, it looked yes, really yes. good. It was, that one was all based on Cthulhu, which was the one that Sean was talking about the other day. He's a, uh, Cthulhu, um, yeah. it's called something like Call of Cthulhu or something like that, I mm-hmm. think. Okay. <laughs> He's going to kill you. It's called Cthulhu. Oh, Cthulhu. That's all it's called? There's Cthulhu. no there's oh. no CH. Sorry, Cthulhu. Okay. But we don't yeah. remember the name of that game. I'll have to look it up because I remember that game looked really good. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, go on. It does look good. No, I do want to try that too. Um, all right. So the next game on this list is one that um, Ryan's talked about before, so he might, he might know this one. Um, mm. In the game Portal, if you use the mm. Portal gun correctly to launch yourself at the right angle to a platform hidden in the corner of a room, you will find the head of a T-800 from the Terminator movies. This is a hint in the game to the beginning of a world robot invasion. Is this an Easter egg or am I pulling your leg? I'm ready. When you are. I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Pull, pull on my, my leg. leg. Very good, guys. Very good. That is not in that game. Portal is an excellent game, though. By the way, if you've nobody, if it you've is. never played it before, go. It's unique. It still there's holds nothing, up. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. nothing that's been made way. like Portal. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. that's been made like Portal. It's good. You know, and genius so, level, really. When, when I first played that, I'd love to play some Portal in VR. Oh, that'd oh. make me so sick. Jeez. You definitely have to take breaks. I remember first playing that. My friend Spencer showed it to me, and I was wigged out on how they were able to make it happen in a virtual game. Like I was like, "Yeah, how can I open up this portal and walk through into a different part of the map? This is so Mm -hmm. weird." The mechanics felt real, like when you'd fall through the portal or be jumping and that kind of stuff. It gave you that kind of internal feeling of like it's happening. Just the way they did it was so good. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Super good. All right. Well, the next one is one that you guys might not get because we never played all the way through it. Resident Evil 2. In Resident Evil 2 Remake, you can come across a hole in the wall that allows you to interact with it. If you choose to interact with this, Leon will look through and see a group of zombies sitting at a table with a birthday cake. All the zombies are wearing their birthday hats, of course. Is this an Easter egg, or am I pulling your leg? Hmm. 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 This is the remake or the old one? 
remake. Hmm. Hmm. I'm ready. I'm ready. More ready. Three, two, one. Easter egg. Easter egg. You guys are both wrong. Oh, this man. seems so possible, right? Easter egg uh, daddy yes. made that one up. And here's That's my thought one. on that. Is in the game you actually are made aware that Leon's birthday was somewhat around mm-hmm. there, I think. Or maybe it was it wasn't his birthday, it was either uh his birthday or his welcome party. I think it's but welcome I knew party, you guys maybe? would maybe think about those streamers and yeah. think, mm-hmm. Oh birthday, you know. Yeah. That is so. what happened, you're right. Yeah, it was a welcome party. <laughs> Because he yeah. was new to the town. He was just not right. getting the sign there. He was new to yep. the, uh, yeah. yeah. Jeez. Which then is weird because, you know, he has all his gear on, but whatever. No, I guess he puts right. his gear on later, right? He shows up first with street clothes and then puts his gear on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah. So stretch that. So Ryan is up one still. That's fine. It's four to five. Um, and we have one, two, three, four... Five left. Yeah. Mm, so. Of time. Yeah. Plenty in of time. Call of Duty Warzone. Mm-hmm. On top of a building in the train station, part of the map, you can find the original teddy bear from Call of Duty Modern Warfare. This bear is super cool because it's also pixelated to look just like the original. Is this an Easter egg or am I pulling your leg? Mm. I'm ready. I'm I'm ready. Three, two, one. Pull my light. Easter egg. Oh no! It's split. Ryan just pulled away again. No. Yes. That was an Easter egg. I didn't think yes. I didn't think they put a pixelated bear in the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Mm. I love it. You know, it's just really like down. It looks pixelated because it's so bad graphics. Mm-hmm. in the modern graphics you know what i'm saying like right, so it's right basically they took the bear from the old game yeah you guys are putting people on edge you know their world's changing right now and then this ryan's gonna win <laughs> right it's like can't happen so just getting into the steer or steering into the skid uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. things must be wrong that's right it'll be okay i'll, I'll pull it off all yeah, right i got i got more questions coming so in metro 20 Thirty-three. Mm-hmm. You can find a Wally reference. If you are in a certain room and look to the corner, you'll see a small boot with a plant growing out the top of it in the corner. Is this an Easter egg, or am I pulling your leg? Ready. Oh, Ryan, I can't hear you, bro. I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Easter egg. Easter egg. Very good. You guys are both correct. Oh, I see what he's going to do. Right. He's going to read lips the rest of this game. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stop. I see you on my screen every time. Yeah. It's okay. All right. Next on the list is from Borderlands That's the first sign of Clint being nervous. Yeah. You know, he's yep. been cool and Starts calm this whole time. Great game. <laughs> yeah, because now you've got three left, and he's behind by two. That's almost yep. impossible. If he does that, then I'm never playing again. <laughs> In Borderlands 3 DLC, if you go to a specific part of the map in a room, there's a lava pit. If you look down in the lava pit to to the right side of the wall, 
you'll find a robotic hand giving you the thumbs up. This is a nod to the Terminator movie. Mm. You know when Arnie's seeking, he's like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm ready. Like how you told him Arnie, like he's your friend. He is yeah, my friend. Ready. Best buds. <laughs> Arnie. Yeah. You ready, Clinton? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, yeah. Three, two, one. Get to the top of Easter egg. Easter egg. You guys are right. Easter egg is correct. See what I mean, folks? It's right there. It is an Easter egg. I All said right. that one before you, too. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> All right. So, next one on the list is from the game Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Mm-hmm. And with In all this Mario, talk of buttholes, uh, the deal on this one was the loser has to wax the butthole. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Love yeah. it. Last thing I did. The loser heard. has to get, well, that doesn't affect Ryan. And I was going to say give the other all of his tool paper, but that doesn't yeah, affect Ryan. <laughs> In the game, I Mario. For the I, have, I, I have my yeah. own rags. Thank you very much. <laughs> In the game, Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Mm-hmm. If you go near Peach's castle in a certain section of the map, you can find the Flux Capacitor from the movie Back to the Future. Mm. It's a Flux Capacitor, not Capacitor. Whatever it is. Okay, just making sure. Flux um, Capacitor. And I'm ready. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Pulling leg. Easter egg. Mm, I was going to go with pulling leg, and I jumped out on that one. I jumped you out. Right, on that one. you did jump out on that one because you were right, Ryan. Wow! Oh no! He Ryan sealed it. Takes, he sealed it. Ryan takes a three. Oh, you were right. Yeah. Okay, I thought a, you meant I was right before I switched it. Okay, so I got no. another one. That's what I'm talking you about. You jumped okay. out to the lead even more. Wow! So it's impossible okay. for Clinton to win because this is the last one, and he's down three. So mm-hmm. we're just gonna enjoy it. But just like it, Clinton does in kind fashion, we'll do it anyways, just so we could see how bad I beat him. Right. Yeah. That's right. Let's do that. This last one here. In Call of Duty Warzone, there are 11 bunkers spread amongst the map with blast doors, which have an interactive keypad on them. When you try to react with them, nothing happens. Is this an Easter egg or am I pulling your leg? That's the whole Easter egg? Look what's in an Easter egg of. I can't tell you that. Mm, Okay. All right. We were just at those bunker doors. I do not remember seeing any. Um, you know, you weren't paying keypads. no attention to digital keypads, bro. Come on. I know. I probably wasn't. You're worried about getting shot or the storm coming. Right, There's no I'm pressure, ready. though, Ryan, because you win either yeah. way here. I yeah. know, but I want to beat him bad. You know, I usually lose and I want to win by four. That sounds good. <laughs> sounds really, really satisfying. Three, two, one. Pull on my leg. Pull my leg. You guys are both wrong. Whoa. So unfortunately, Ryan, you only beat him by three. Yeah, you'll have yeah. to settle. But for here's that. the thing: this is a real deal. I'll settle for that. And this is what I want to have a small discussion on to end the podcast, because this is actually an unsolved Easter egg. Mm. It is an Easter egg, but they don't know where it leads yet. And okay. so these these bunkers and blast doors all around the map, and they have heavily armored, you know, like slabs going through them. And you can actually walk over to the keypads, and they're interactive. It says push, you know, to enter the, the code. So you do it, and it doesn't do anything. Mm. Well, then it gets deeper because there are 
also computers put in random locations throughout the whole map that you can interact with. Some computers you can't, but some mm. you can. Mm. There's some computers in random spots that if you go up to it says interact, you know, and you hit it and still nothing happens. This is definitely for a nuke. This is a tribute to, to add nuke. gotta be. To add icing to that cake, there's on top of the computers and the blast doors phones at different locations on the map on different oh. uh, walls that are just the old school wire phones that you can interact with. Now listen, that's how that's how you used to activate any real nuke. Multiple right. people at multiple locations and they talk to each other and they'd have to do that at the same time. Right. So no one person could ever set off a nuke. Maybe your like whole squad has to be at different spots to do it. That'd be freaking say, sweet. It's probably going to be like some sort of... Uh, like a territory battle, right? Like Maybe. you're hunkered down and then you can call a nuke on the other people's. You'd have to capture all the, basically capture all the bunkers, right? Or specific. I mean, I would hope it's I a imagine nuke you'd probably have to find the all thing. the codes. Mm. You probably have to find the codes before you can enter them. But that's kind of what but I want to ask it actually you guys. Ask, hold Do on, does it think... actually ask for a code or you think it auto auto uh, puts the code in? If no, you, you go found to it, the keypads and it says enter code. That's the action. But then, but that's all you hit, right? Enter code. You don't actually pick the numbers. No, you just hit the A button. Right. So right, if right, it was right. so if automatic. there was something on the map, you had to pick up first to get the right, right. code, and then take it to it. I get what you're it. saying. So you're saying um, it might be something later where they could you could nuke a whole game, basically. Yeah. Right. Well, what the guy familiar. online who was looking at it was speculating that it might even be zombie involved. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Um, oh, that'd be sweet. Bunker down and so. To the bunkers and, and when the zombies so, come or something? Yeah, maybe mm. maybe you can open it up and, and zombies start to come out or something. Um, but it's got to be, there's got to be something uh, intertwined between the phones and the computers and the blast yeah. doors. I think it's yeah. multiple people. I think to be able to get it open, you're going to have to have multiple people at multiple it's locations. Take teamwork. That's and here's the thing. There's, I think you got a, key, a keypad, a computer, and a phone. That's three people. Mm -hmm. Here's right another thing that they, they speculated is that it might be all connected where you have to do certain ones in a row because as of now one through ten you can interact with the keypad but eleven you cannot interact with the keypad hmm. so maybe you have to go through and open all those doors before you can do eleven um, he said maybe there's just amazing weaponry in there mm -hmm. that they haven't released yet Maybe it has something to do with zombies. I didn't. He didn't even talk about the nukes. That might be a cool, cool okay. thing. Or could this even be just a, um, a storytelling aspect, like Fortnite's done before, where mm -hmm. as the time goes on, these doors are going to open and you'll be able to go right. into new parts underground, or something like that. You know. Or mm -hmm. or with this whole 150 player server thing. Maybe they're setting it up to where they can open this map up to like a survival mode where you're all just out there and there's no storm. And it's kind of more like a day Z type deal. Right. Bunker down mm. into, into bunkers and I don't know. It's cool. All it's a kinds cool things. There's so many um, ways that could go, but I thought that was super cool. And um, I wanted to definitely talk about it with you guys because I know they're going to use it some way. There's no way they would have mm -hmm. just put oh, yeah. interactions no on those doors for no reason. Right. So I'm uh, excited really to good. see what Warzone brings in the future, guys. And 
that was it for Easter egg. You're pulling your leg. Congratulations, awesome. Ryan, yes. on the yeah. slamming victory. Yeah. The crowd goes wild. How does it feel to be a loser, Quentin? Uh, it feels about like whenever we game on the weekends. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not totally, uh, totally uh, shocking. <laughs> That's good. Yep. Well, guys, that was great content. Thank you all. Thank you too for uh, supplying oh, yeah. some good content tonight. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you check us out over on Patreon. Uh, you can go and help support the cause, the Delirious Dads Gaming uh, cause, which is podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're minimum. trying to do more and more. We're getting involved with the esports. We're, uh, you know, now that the Corona shut stuff down, not as much right now. But uh, when that opens back up, you know, with our sponsorship with Click Gaming, we'll be involved in some of their um, events and stuff that they put on, and that'll be cool for sure. Yeah, so I drew we, you. We a, need the support. I drew you a trophy. You can't see it because my my thing's blurred. But yeah, thank you. This you is go. for you. That's cute. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, Ryan. Oh look, there's a bidet on top of that trophy. That's right. Because <laughs> you the shiz. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, Ryan deserved a good W. He needed it, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. Got to have a win every once in a while, even if it's given to you for free. <laughs> well, I was feeling bad for you. Mm-hmm. 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 So, yeah, like I was saying, if you enjoy the show, we got Patreon over there. You can donate there if you'd like. Uh, just help support the show. Um, mm-hmm. You can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, we're on there every week. Like, follow, ship scare, ship yes. scare, ship scare, subscribe. subscribe. Yep. <laughs> and if you did not like the show, go ahead and hit that Patreon. Yeah, do it. <laughs> or email us and let us know. Give us feedback. What do you Heck like? Yeah. What do you not like? You know? But with that, guys, stay delirious, stay adding, and stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.